podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for more information. Hello, late tea timers out there, and it is late tea time. Um, I'm just looking at the TV footage in the studio. It's dark outside. They've only just finished, and it's pitch black almost in St Andrews now. Some of the balls, Dave Tyndall, are still running down those fairways, aren't they? Because it is, as we thought, quite a... Uh, well, they're not really taking driver, are they? They're taking uh, three woods and less and just letting it run on. One of the uh, shots that Tiger hit, I think, uh, carried about 315 and ended up outrunning the fairway 420 yards down. It's been it's been like we thought it was going to be. been quite an interesting watch today. It's been a good watch, but um, it's very slow. It got very slow late on because cause the ball's running for miles. You have to wait to tee off. Yeah. And all these double greens. I've been doing the blog uh, for The Guardian and, and they... I timed Tiger Woods at six hours and something like 20 minutes to get around, which is not what you want to be doing if you've got a gammy leg. I actually tweeted um, this afternoon that he dropped five shots in the first however many holes and it was almost like an unpleasant watch. It's like Mm. getting off the TV, this is a little bit sad. I mean, he fought hard, but, you know, bless him, he was struggling out there, wasn't he? Yeah, so not not his day. Went wrong from the start, didn't it, when he Mm. went in the divot with his opening tee shot and then hit the ball into the Swilkin burn. But, yeah... Tiger's not going to win this. Unless he has a tremendous round two, but uh, yeah, he needs to be at about 11 or 12 under tomorrow, doesn't he? Which I don't think is going to happen. Cameron Young, though, he does top the leaderboard. The second lowest opening round at St Andrews for the American. Rory's 63, the only thing that stands above him there. And if we go down the uh, the top end of that leaderboard, he's sitting there at eight under after a 64. Rory's there at six under. Cameron Smith and Robert Dinwiddle are at five under. You've got Barkley Brown, Dinwiddie. the amateur. Dinwiddie. Dinwiddie, sorry. That's my my. I can tell you one. It sounds like a carry-on character. <laughs> Robert, Bobby Dinwiddle. Dinwiddle. <laughs> Barkley Brown, Victor Hovland's my mate. Victor Gordon, Victor. Lee Westwood, Kurt Kitayama, Taylor Gooch, Dustin Johnson, Scotty Scheffler and Brad Kennedy are in there at four under and uh, plenty more just behind them as well. In terms of our bets yesterday, DT, Scotty Scheffler, very professional, ultimate consummate pro, wasn't he going around there today, plotted his way around and played very nicely. Yeah, it sounded like he'd got a strategy and a plan and uh, just made it look pretty easy, to be honest. Shot four under, so he's right in there. So, (coughs) excuse me, what do we put him up at? 22s? Yeah, 22s for seven places, wasn't it? So he's uh, certainly mm. in there at the moment. So, uh, yeah, good luck to him. He didn't seem to be... Whereas a few of the others were finding all kinds of problems. You get up in the face of one of those bunkers. It's not easy, is it? Um, yeah. Scotty seemed to just be uh, jogging around without breaking sweat today. So yeah. hopefully that bodes well for the next three rounds. Um, looking at the uh, the top end of the, the markets, uh, DT, at the moment, we've got uh, Rory McIlroy, the favourite. He's best price of, uh, well, 57 to 17. <laughs> Very strange price. Um, Cameron Smith's uh, 15 to 2. You've got Scotty Scheffler in there at 8 to 1. Cameron Young, the leader at the moment, 9 to 1. Xander Chaffelet, who had a good round today, 14s. Justin Johnson, 16s. Victor Hovland, 22s. Jordan Spieth, 25s. And the rest are Beaker. Have you seen, I mean, we talked at the end of yesterday, Scotty was the 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 pick yesterday and all going well for him but you said let's leave it 18 holes let's see what the gargantuan brain of Dave Tyndall picks up 
as he peruses the 18 holes at St Andrews. Does that lead us anywhere for the uh, the next 72? Well, I mean, there's a temptation to look for a, a fancy Or 54, price. rather. We've had 18. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a temptation to look for some amazing price, but I don't know if you saw the stat that every St Andrews winner of the Open has been <clears throat> within three shots of the lead after day one. Oh, wow. So that rules a lot of them out. I know it. I know it's early days, but I honestly think it's a four-horse race. Well, that, yeah. that rules everybody out, apart from Cam Young, Rory McIlroy, Cameron Smith and Robert Dinwiddle, <laughs> as, I've, as I've christened it. He shall forever be known as. I wouldn't take it absolutely literally, <clears throat> but I think it does, um, it does show it's hard for people to play catch-up. So I think it's between McIlroy, Cameron Smith... Scotty Shefflands and the Shaffle, I honestly think one of those will win. Simple as that. All right, so, all right, let's just go reiterate the prices then of those. McElroy, as I say, 57 to 17. Cam Smiths are at 15 to 2. Scotty Scheffler, 8 to 1. And Xander Shaffle's 14s. Do we go with the biggest price of those or have you got a different strategy? So then if you were, if you were saying narrow those four down, I would then narrow them down to two. Okay. And that would be Scotty Scheffler and McElroy. So because we've got Sheffler in the bank already, I'm happy just to say, as, as maybe you know, unimaginative it is, I think Rory McIlroy is going to win this. Something about him today and his, his demeanour afterwards, he, he mm. said he felt very calm and he was on a level. It wasn't sort of highs and lows. It was just steady, make your par, birdie the holes where you should make birdie, you know, dig in at the other holes. And he just did it very calm. And he even spoke afterwards just the way he, he spoke and just said it was all... It all feels in control. It's not nothing seems roller coaster about it. You just feel he's he's got that mindset. And if you look when he won his other four majors, his first rounds were 67, 65, 66, 66. So he's right in that sweet spot, isn't he, today with a 66. And he, we've had a load of uh, load of major tournaments where Rory goes in as one of the favourites and has a really bad first round and playing catch up for the rest of the tournament. Yeah. He 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 was he had a good first round at the US Open, didn't quite capitalise on that, did he? But he's had another good round here today in St Andrews. So I can certainly see that he... And we talked a lot in the US Open about... Um, or they spoke on the TV, rather, about how he is getting a lot more patient. He has a long putt, and rather than try to kind of thump it into the back of the middle of the hole and, and to get a glorious birdie, he's more than happy to lag it up there, take his medicine and move on to the next tee. Yeah. I think as well, I mean, one of the reasons Fitzpatrick won the US Open was I think he had this extra layer of belief about the course because he'd won the US Amateur there. For that, read Rory McIlroy at St Andrews. Rory absolutely knows the history of this place. He knows it's where Tigers won, Jack Nicholas has won, Nick Faldo's won, Seve's won. He will be putting himself on a par with those greats. So he knows that he's the sort of, you know, if he wants his place in history, this is where to get it done. And, and maybe that was too much for him early in his career, but I think he's just now got a feeling that this, the planets are aligning for him this mm. week. So even well, you, though... You want, you want your picture with a claret jug on that little bridge, don't you? Yes. Yeah. It, that, that's his big thing. And all these little factors, he's now a dad, he's a bit calmer off the course. I think it, it's there's a sense of sort of history playing out here. And rather than... So well, we'll give it another eighteen holes, and then we and then we come back tomorrow, and he's like six to four, and you think, oh, okay, but he's what? Forget fifty-seven to seventy. Seventy-two is sort of his price, isn't it now? 
uh, that sort of thing, 10 to 3, 7 to 2. Yeah. I'd just back it now, get it in the bank. Right. Rory McIlroy then goes onto our betting slip, onto the uh, late tea time podcast betting slip at, well, 100 to 30 is pretty much the uh, the the price across the board there. Um, six places is your best uh, your best pick there. Just but the we're going Stay on the nose the really at that price, aren't we? Yeah. Straight for the win. We've got Scotty Scheffler in the bank already at 22, so that's good. But yeah, I think those two did seem the sort of calmest. This is Late Tea Time, the last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tyndall. A couple of things I noticed, uh, DT, Colin Morikawa, my mate, struggling out there. And apparently he was saying prior to the, uh, during the practice rounds, he had no idea what he yeah. was supposed to do. He just couldn't, um, it just didn't fit his eye. He didn't understand how to plot his way around St. Andrews. Yeah. And he effectively beaten himself before he'd started, I think, uh, at uh, Colin Morikawa. Um, his day will come again, I'm sure. But um, there was a I nice little... Was, yeah, I knew there was a reason why we didn't discuss him <laughs> yesterday. There was a nice little quote as well from um, Victor Hovland, which I picked up off the TV courage. The historical aspects of it, you can really feel it in the walls. It's a special place, he said. And that I, I've been to Lords for cricket. I've been to Wimbledon for the tennis, not been to St Andrews. But there are certain places in sport that when you just go there, you can feel it, can't you? Oh, it's incredible. I've been there... So I was there 2000, 2005. Well, I've been there for the last four of them. I even had my stag do there, James, at St Andrews. <laughs> I love the place. Um, didn't get my organisation sorted this time, uh, so uh, I'm not there. Um, but, yeah, it's absolutely a, a very special place. And for Rory Mako, it always has been just that little bit extra. He's always had the feeling, I think, that he would win there. And there's just that story, isn't there, because he... He uh, hurt his leg and missed it in 2015. There's a story waiting to be written here. I can ruin the mystique about St Andrews with the story that uh, my my mate's a doctor and he studied in St Andrews at the medical um, university there for three years. And the pubs are down that stretch, aren't they? Down past the 17th um, green, the famous road hole. Yeah, the jiggery. apparently, Apparently all of the students basically after being out all night rather tipsy um i used to use the um, bunkers around the 17th as a toilet stop watering hole yeah so uh, mm-hmm. i can never watch them chipping around the bunkers at the 17th without thinking of uh some shenanigans that have gone on around there yeah. <laughs> anyway that's yeah. enough of that uh, enough of that toilet humor tagala wearing a hoodie at st andrews well, loads of them wearing hoodies today it's a disgrace Dita. you wouldn't be allowed on my old course wearing a hoodie Justin Thomas, did you see what he was wearing today? Oh, his little um, cut-off trousers. Cut-off yeah. trousers and a hoodie. I mean, a hoodie, whatever, but the cut-off trousers just look rubbish. <laughs> oh, you like it? Ah, I'm dreadful. <laughs> Some looks just look good at whatever era, and that that looks terrible. Awful. We'll see if he comes out we with them tomorrow. can't wearing those, I'm sorry. See if he comes out with them tomorrow, because yeah. uh, there was a few comments on the coverage, whether he picks up on the bad comments and maybe changes his, his clobber. Yeah, normally they, they have it laid out for, for them all four days, but I think a, a rethink's needed. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast. Right, we've gone for Rory for the outrights yeah. um, to uh, go alongside Scottish Scheffler as our two uh, champions, potentially, uh, after 72 holes. You were talking to me about a three-ball treble as well. Yeah, so uh, first leg of that, we are opposing Justin Thomas, who shot... 
a three over. Uh, so his golf wasn't much good either. Um, he's never had a top 10 in an open. I just don't think he, you look at where he's, where he's won, he's won two sort of country club sort of places. I think he's, his style of golf is a better fit for country club America than the links, even though he says he likes it. Uh, so he's up in a three ball against Shane Lowry and Victor Hovland. Now you might think, oh, Lowry's the, the expert here, but Hovland shot four under in round one. That comment you just said, and if you saw the coverage, he was really up against it in a couple of bunkers. And yet he still emerged with four under, so he beat Lowry by four. Often it's the case, the bookies price it up, so whoever shot the lowest score is the favourite the next day, but Hovland's still the outsider here. 11 to five, so I, th- I think he's a good bet from what he did today. 11 think, to five? Wow. Yeah, I think I think he could have uh, could have shot lower than four under, five or six under, if he just had a, the odd break here or there. So I thought that was really good. Well, were these trebles... DT, you can play them as a treble, can't you? You can play the kind of yeah. permutations as a bet, but you could take that 11 to 5 on its own, couldn't you? Yeah, I think so. As a single, uh, it's worth a look. So that's one leg. Uh, another leg um, is a fairly simple one. This one is one of the ones where you identify a weak link to sort of get it down to a two ball. So there's Lee Westwood up against veteran Stephen Dodd and JT Poston. You can probably rule Dodd out. He shot five. Uh, Ken Dodd would shoot better than hey, well, by Jove, he, he uh, Ken Ken Stephen Dodd shot five over um, today Thursday post and plus one, but Westwood minus four. Westwood's been playing St Andrews for years, and um, they were they asked him the live question, and he doesn't. He genuinely doesn't. He didn't look sheepish. He just looks like no. I'll do it. He didn't, he didn't sound bothered. So sort of throw throw whatever you want at me. I'm I'm doing it. So he's not sort of playing with a sense of guilt or a sense of kind of sheepishness or a sense of, I've got my money now, I'll just sort of slacken off. I think he's just happy with his decision. I don't want to get too much into that, but it, it struck me after that interview, I saw that interview, that he just wants his cake and to eat it as well. You know, I'm going to go off and make tons of cash on Saudi Arabian money, and I also want to play all the tournaments I want to play as well. Well, they all do, but anyway, it's it's the I don't agree with Liv at all, but... In terms of trying to sort of get a handle on his mindset, I think he's got a good mindset. Some of them look I, a bit... We spoke at the US Open, them. didn't we, about the fact they were a bit sheepish and a little bit... Yeah, yeah I don't want to be here. I'm not sure if I should be here. I don't, yeah. He's looking at me. Whereas Lee well, Westwood looks like he's strolling yeah. out of St Andrews saying, I'm here and I'm going to stay here. Yeah, I just think he's quite calm about it. He's not... You know, Patrick Reed is wearing a live cap and he's sort of flaunting it. He's going the other way. I think Westwood's just getting on with it. Yeah. Uh, so back him to win his three ball... What price is he? He's about even money at 19 to 20, that sort of price. Okay. And then the final one, again, it's it's a bit of a tricky one um, because it's um, Adam Scott. You can find this one from me. Oh, I've got it, yeah. Adam Scott is against Dustin Johnson and Mark Leishman. So we were keen on Leishman yesterday, but he rather flopped. Uh, he was two under after three. Cam Smith, who you, you 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 were talking about, has learnt was listening to Leishman and thinking he can do this better. Actually, yeah. outscored him by a lot, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Leishman, it looked good to begin with. He was two over after three, I think, but then fell away to finish at four over. Adam Scott, on the other hand, had a terrible start, but then finished, came home in thirty-three and finished at evens. Hmm. So the other one in that group is Dustin Johnson, and you've got to give him plenty of respect. But I just thought the way Adam Scott. 
recovered and finished, he might be a bit of value at, at two to one. Ooh, okay. So we've got uh, Victor Hovland to win his three ball, Lee Westwood to win his, and Adam Scott to win his at 11 to five, around about evens and two to one. Yeah. How does that treble up in terms of a price? So uh, we're getting prices of around 17 to one. Ooh, that's tasty enough, isn't it, to make your Friday yeah. go a little bit sweeter? I'll give that a go. That's um, the similar sort of prices as you, as you go through the the book is that this one was with Betway 17 to 1, but it work out something fairly similar with the others. So, Westwood's quite a confident shout. Hovland, I think, is quite as a confident shout at the price. I think he's definitely value. And then I've just got a feeling Scott, who there were whispers that he was playing really well in practice. Yeah, DJ's might be a tough one to beat, but I just think Scott's got the momentum after a poor start. You can never take a treble on, a three-ball treble on, without some potential yeah, banana yeah. skins along the way. But I reckon that uh, stacks up for me. Victor Hovland, Lee Westwood and Adam Scott go into the treble, 17-1 to 1 with Betway. Um, but shop around because there may be better prices by the time you actually uh, listen to us and have a look. And uh, Rory McIlroy, around about uh, 130 to win the 150th Open. He goes alongside Scotty Scheffler as our uh, potential champions over the next three days at St Andrews. DT, you get yourself to bed. We need you nice and bright and beautiful this time tomorrow. Yeah, I will do. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I just have a, might just have a little wander around outside, a little walk, hit the sack, and then I'll up early tomorrow. Up early tomorrow, as uh, I'm sure many of you will be out there to watch day two at St Andrews. Gamble responsibly, everybody. Enjoy the golf. It has been uh, terrific first day really enjoyed it today and hopefully tomorrow will bring more of the same and hopefully a few winning bets along the way as well we'll see you around about the same time tomorrow always gamble responsibly visit begambleaware.org for more information Podcast Network.